Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Today, I'm the host of uh, Agent Power Huddle, and I have a special guest and wanted to start this, um, the beginning of this year about some predictions. Everybody's wondering what's going to happen with the real estate market. You know, if the it's going to crash, you know, price is going to go down, going to go up. So what's tightly related to the real estate market is the mortgage rates. So if we have um, mortgage rates, big hike, that could affect the real estate market and could crush. However, there's a lot of misunderstanding of how the interest rates are created. You know, everybody, um, I just got a few calls about people worrying about the feds raising the interest rates, which practically has nothing to do with the mortgage rates. So for today's episode, I wanted to invite a friend of mine that I've been working for the last seven, eight, 10 years. I don't even know. Um, Rafael Bangiev, he is my favorite mortgage guy. So I'm going to grill him on the spot. <laughs> I'm going to ask him the tough questions on the back end that nobody wants to talk about, how the interest rates are created, inflation, uh, feds raising the rent, the rates. And also, I'm going to ask him to give me predictions for the next year, where the interest rates are going to be. All right, uh, everybody, welcome, Rafael Bengiev. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, before we start, can you, uh, I didn't introduce, you know, just give you a name, but can you tell us a little bit more about you? What do you do, have, what you've done for the last, uh, you know, since you started mortgages? Well, Augie, thank you for having me, first of all. Um, you know, I've been in the industry since 2001, I want to say. I've uh, seen the uh, the ups and downs uh, been originating uh, you know just obviously doing the uh, tough loans uh, have a niche with mostly in you know investor loans so oh okay uh, let me let me tell everybody how I in initially start working with you Rafael had this group called the loan doctors so and they were only specializing in working with the toughest of the toughest possible impossible loans to create so he was taking people with 500 credit score with collections and everything. So he was w walking them through like six to eight to one year process and getting them financed. So he knows uh, the tricks, how to turn your um, credit score that doesn't exist within 30 days to have 750 points on a credit score. And we've done it. I've seen it being done. So, but this is a topic for another um, um, episode. So, all right, Rafael, let's start with the mortgages. How did we do last year actually on the mortgages? How was the, the market? Is it, was it okay up and down or? I mean, this was probably, uh, last year was probably the best year for uh, mortgages. I, I want to say, I'll speak for myself, but I'm sure I speak for others. Um, this was the, one of the best years we all had. Um, you know, with inflation still, you know, raised, even though towards the end of the year, with inflation rose to 7%, I think we still did pretty good with rates overall, you know, being at 3.375 on average for 30-year fixed with uh, with no points, so. 
Oh yeah, I know. At some point, I, I during the um, I was able to find uh, refinance an investment property for less than four percent. Was for me was incredible. So, all right, let's start with what's going on right now in the market and the interest rate. Everybody's talking about the Fed's raising the interest rates. What exactly does it mean for the mortgages? Well, I mean, the big topic right now with, with the Feds is obviously inflation, and they have to do whatever they have to do to make sure they fight that. And one of the things that they will do is um, increase the fund rate. <clears throat> rate. Um, they have to obviously, and I'm sure you guys all hear this, they're, they're going to start hiking rates. And what's going, I mean, what they're doing, in fact, by raising the interest rates is they're by fighting the inflation is they're causing the um the the market to slow down and and this is actually pretty good because if we allow the inflation to go pretty high to i mean right now we're at seven if it goes to eight nine ten you know fourteen uh we might see rates in possibly in double digits and 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 fighting so inflation is definitely something that the, uh, the fed rates that they're raising they're not raising the mortgage rates. They're raising different type of rates. They are, but in fact, but what's going to happen is that you know some the 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 Fed rate and the interest rate they do have correlation together. Uh, but the Fed rate is for money borrowing between the banks. Between not, the banks, correct. Between the banks, not and, the mortgages. Correct. Okay, so when so the the inflation is not good for the markets overall and. The Feds are using the the Fed rate to battle the inflation. That's how I take it, right? Correct. Okay. So they raise the rates for borrowing between the banks, which helps them control the inflation. And the inflation should be going down. Correct. So what it means is that, so let's say if if I'm a bank and I... um, if if I'm a bank and I will, if I lend money, let's say at three percent, and the money that I'm receiving back from the loans that I've lent uh, is basically the same amount of money in, during inflation, the buying power of the money that I'm getting back is 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 less. So if I, you know, and obviously with money being printed, and I don't want to get too much into that and the politics, but you know, with uh, the 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 amount of money that the banks are receiving, the buying power that they have is less. And with that, what they need to do is to protect themselves by increasing the interest rates to uh, against the future losses. And this is how they fight the inflation. Um, in in fact, the once the Fed raises their rates, and believe it or not, that you know the the banks end up raising their rates initially. And that doesn't happen. As soon as they reduce the inflation back, you know, the the rates come down again. And this is something that we need to to fight the inflation and protect the economy. Okay. So the inflation goes high, which Mm -hmm. means the dollar is losing power. You're buying less and less, which means the banks that are lending money will be making less profit. So in uh, inflation going up, in in order for the banks to make more profit, they, they're raising the rates. Correct. So they can compensate for the inflation loss of the dollar power. Right. So for us, inflation going up is not a good thing. 
because the rates will be going up if the inflation is going up. Correct. So for a short time, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but this is something that's necessary. I personally think. So the feds want to control the inflation to go down so they can, can keep the mortgage rates down. It, yes, in sense. Okay, so, right. Because inflation refers to, you know, the prices and goods of services. Um, it, 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 I should say inflation refers to the rate in which prices and goods and services rise. So, in, you know, with interest rates, um, it, it's the amount charged by lenders to the borrower. So when interest rates reduce, more people are able to borrow money. When interest rates, in, in you know what I mean, um, th- that results in consumers having to spend more money. Uh, this causes the economy to grow and inflation to increase. As interest rates increase, consumers tend to save because in returns from saving, um, I'm sorry, the consumers tend to save because returns from savings are higher. With less, with, with less disposable income being spent, the economy slows and inflation decreases. So this is how the this is how the government fights the inflation by increasing the interest rates. If that makes okay. sense. Okay. So you're saying that if the Fed raised the rate the rate for funding between the banks, they they're gonna slow down the economy, which Correct. is gonna reduce the spending the spending, which is going to reduce the mortgage rates. But doesn't that mean that we're going to go in a recession? It, it, uh, personally, I think so. Okay, so the feds are trying to push this to go into recession to slow down the inflation. Correct. Wow. Okay. All right. So one thing that we should be expecting this year, probably very high, high, I mean, I don't want to predictions, but this is just prediction, my personal opinion. We're going to be seeing a recession this year. I maybe if if you say this year, maybe towards the end or possibly 2023. That's my prediction. But it it sounds like it's a necessary recession. I mean, it. yes. I mean, that's what causes when 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 feds raise the interest rates, when they're trying to lower the inflation, I mean, in the past, it had a huge effect on stock market. And then what causes, I mean, and then in, it relates to possibly going into recession for a certain period of time, short period of time, I should say. So um, when they raise the rates for the, uh, the Fed's raised rates, that means that it's going to have an effect on the stock market. In the past, yes, that's what happened. So most likely based on the history you have. Correct. All right. So what's the... I've heard this. What's the difference between the stock market and the bond market? I know that the the mortgage rates are dictated by the bond market. By the bond market, right. But what's so, the relationship between the Fed's raising the rate, the inflation, the stock market, and the bond market, and then finally the effect on the mortgage rates? Well, the bond market is basically where, I mean, the stock market, as you guys know, is where you know consumer investors can... Um, they invest in the shares of companies and and the bond market is where the consumers basically can buy bonds and it's where money is being traded. Um, a lot of times the, 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 you know, when the stock market, you know, mostly the investors, they do control the markets depending on where they're going to swing their money to. So with stocks, you know, when the stock market usually goes up, 
that's that's a good sign for the bond market going down because money is being depleted from that market, being put in the stock market, causing the interest rates go up a little bit. When so the investors are looking which one of the two makes the most returns, either the correct. bond market and the stock market. Correct. So if the stock market is giving them more return, they move their money from the bond market to the stock market, which means that the, there's less money in the bond market. Correct. And when there's less the money in the bond market, what does it mean? I mean, the interest rates have to go up. The banks have to make, you know, make up the difference. Okay. So there's not enough money. There's a lot of demand. And that's why the mortgages will go up. Right. So, so can, the market, the stock market right now is high and everybody likes it. So that means that it's less money in the bond market, which keeps the interest rate. Interest rates bit. keep going up. Yes. All right. So in, if the feds drop, uh, increase the borrowing rate between the banks, that's going to have to fight the inflation. That's going to have effect on the stock market, which could go in recession. So it means that if, if we don't have enough, uh, if the investors don't get enough return on the stock market, they're gonna, are they going to move their money to the bond market? Most likely, yes. And this is where we're going to see lower rates again. So we, we're predicting that the, you know, the, obviously with the interest rates rising right now a little bit, plus with the feds, they're probably going to hike rates at least two, maybe three times this year in the beginning of this year. Now, what's going to happen with the rates? Um, you know, the, it will initially affect the interest rates going up. However, once the inflation is going to come back down again towards the, I want to say towards the, second half of the year, which we should see interest rates come back down to, um, you know, low levels again, where we'll see, you know, most likely another refinance boom. So, I mean, right, I mean, we're looking at rates right now at 3.3, 3 3.5%. I mean, they might go to possibly 3.7, 3.8. It's still not high. Um, and, you know, towards the middle of the year and then towards the end of the year, we'll probably see rates come down to 3% again. To 3% again. Mm -hmm. That's because at that time it's expected that the Feds will have the inflation. The inflation, control. exactly. Okay, so we as consumers, let's say, um, the best, the, the easiest data for us is the level of, of inflation that is put out. So if we see that the inflation is going down, that means that what the Feds is they're doing is doing good. It means that eventually the mortgage rates will go down. Correct. But if we see that the inflation keeps going up, then we could be in trouble. I mean, yes. And I get we're all in real estate and I know we want to see, um, you know, see transaction close and, and, and so forth and so forth. But for the economy, sometimes we have to take two steps back to go five steps forward. And and this is what happens. You know, the inflation is always a cycle. It, it almost happens. You know, every every so often where, you know, the government has to fight the inflation, make sure that we don't get, you know, too deep into trouble and where we start seeing. Um, I mean, to control it. Exactly. OK. Um, all right. So Otherwise, I, I'm sure this is, this is, it's, it's confusing for a lot of people. So, guys, do you have any questions so far? I know there's a lot of um uh, you know, talking about feds and rates and all that. Do you understand? Do you have any more questions? Like something that we can, uh, Rafael can explain better. I guess I've got a question. So, I mean, with, you know, this, this go around, they're printing so much money, which is what's causing inflation. How do you curb that if they keep printing money? 
Like you're, you're, you're saying they're going to raise interest rate and bring it back down, but inflation is like the highest it's been in what, 30, 40 years. I mean, we've seen some inflations, um, you know, throughout different years, some of them that we don't even realize, um, it's just small numbers. I mean, we're not getting to 14 to 15%. We're still at seven right now, but, um, in, in regards and, and by all means, guys, I, you know, I'm, I'm a lender. I'm not, you know, economic professor. So that's something that I, I mean, that's something uh, you, you that you already give us prediction, me. man. We'll go we'll and <laughs> accountable for that. Man. Yeah. Um, um, let me ask you about the printing money. It, it, it is, it is something to be of concern. That's for sure. Uh, the feds, uh, another thing that for them to control and boost the market is to, to buy mortgage backed securities. Correct. Are they using this money that they printed to buy mortgage-backed securities? Well, they're not using the money that they printed to buy mortgage-backed securities. Of course, that they're you know they're printing money to um, you know with uh, obviously with the impact of COVID last year. You know they they are doing a lot of different things because they they realize that the the real estate market took a huge has a huge impact on the economy. So. Um, unlike 2008, where they saw, you know, imminent foreclosures, you know, you know, the I don't know if you guys heard of the fact that, the you know, the feds are buying mortgage backed securities and, you know, you heard probably tapering and so forth. This is something that the government decided to do by, um, you know, by buying mortgage backed securities, um, they're adding liquidity to the debt market by allowing lenders to lend more. OK, um, so otherwise, hold it, on. Let's ex- uh, I'm trying to figure out this for myself. Mortgage. What does it exactly mean buying mortgage-backed securities? So what the Fed started to do in March fifth of 2020 is they end up buying about 40 billion dollars uh, each month of mortgage-backed securities. Basically, which, what they're doing, which means that I get a mortgage, mm-hmm. give it to you, you package it, and you sell Correct. it to, so to mortgage, the Fed. Right, so Exactly. So mortgage mortgage backed securities basically it's a pool of loans that are put together and then being sold on a secondary market. Um, and if they hadn't done, if they this? haven't sold it exactly. So basically, then banks run out of money. They don't have enough reserve because banks have to have so much amount in reserves as well. They don't have so much reserves. What what happens is banks stop lending. I don't know if you guys have been in an industry long enough. I'm sure you guys probably. Um, so and realized that we had a hard time having lenders, um, banks obviously lend money. I want to say in about 2008 and nine, it was, it was, it was very tough. Uh, there was a lot of banks that were just not lending. Just because there was Unless, no, li- no liquidity. Liquidity. Exactly. So what the government is okay. doing now and, and, you know, they've been doing it and I think they're going to start, I mean, they're going to stop, I should say of May of, uh, or March of this year is buying mortgage-backed securities. So when they're buying these mortgage-backed securities from the banks, they're allowing the banks have more money to lend back to the consumer. Okay, so if this shrinks and the banks have less money, is that going to be have a negative problem. effect? Absolutely. Okay, so if the feds are not buying the mortgage-backed securities, who else would buy them? Is anybody like a private, private, investor? yeah, private entities, but you know, there's not a lot of private entities that want to jump into this right now, especially with inflation and money being printed, you know, it's, you know, knowing what happened in, in 2000 and real estate collapse that we had in 2000, you know, six, seven, eight. Got it. You know, okay. back, you know, back then we had a lot of private entities, you know, banks from different countries. 
Okay. So there's a very thin line or a very delicate balance that if you raise one, if you stop the other one, because you have a huge effect on the on the interest rates and then on the real estate market. Correct. Wow. So we can just COVID was definitely a curveball. We could be guessing what's gonna happen, but I guess everything is in the the hands of the feds, how they're gonna play the system. Correct. And I think the feds are doing you know a good job. I mean, we've had a history of you know, you know, multiple feds are trying to fight recessions. And this is something that we needed to do. I mean, personally, we went from uh, with Jerome Powell, I think we went from the inflation being at 1.75% to 7% because he thought this was transitory. It's just going to pass by. Unfortunately, it didn't. You know, with inflation being at 7%, they finally started to, um, you know, hike rates and do something about it to fight it. I wish, honestly, I wish they would have done that a little bit sooner when the inflation was maybe 4%. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, more questions. I know that this is a topic that is really confusing. So please ask. Let's figure out what's going to happen. Greg, more questions? I'm sorry, Greg, I can't answer your question in regards to, you know, them printing money. I mean, it's just, this is my concern as well, but not sure how they're going to get out of that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know a whole lot about this topic either. Obviously, I'm not an economist, but I, I think it's going to be it's going to get really bad. What's the worst that can happen, Rafael? What do you think? You've seen the worst in two thousand seven, eight, nine. Are we talking about the real estate market? Or are we talking about the rates? No, let's talk about the rates. Oh, I think the rates, the highs that we'll see, the rates. I, I want to say, in you know, in maybe four, four and a quarter. And it's still not bad at all. I mean, I remember, um, you know, I haven't been around in 1980s lending, um, but I remember, I mean, rates and, you know, from from back then, rates were at 11, 12%. And, and that back then, that was a good rate. I mean, we're talking about inflation being at 20%, so. The highest I've seen is in 2005, six, we had 6% at some point. Mm-hmm. But and and they, at that, they, that they time, some... we had inf- we had inflation at 13%. So Okay. All right. So that's the correlation. Okay, great. Um, I don't know, four and, a, four and a quarter, four and a half. I don't think that's going to have any any effect on the real estate market buying power for the for the buyers. What do you guys think? Especially in our right, now market, I don't think it's, it's the demand is so high that <clears throat> I don't think half, half a point will have a, any effect. I think the housing market is going to stay strong. Um, for at least another year or so. We're still having low supply. We're still having, you know, I mean, with the rates going up a little bit, yes, we will have a little bit more supply. Um, but again, with, uh, I, I, personally, I think we're going to have more houses on the market and, you know, buyers to choose from. I think the increase in the market we're going to have, you know, a single high single digits, not like we had in 2021. Uh, but I think it's still. I mean, I think the 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 market, the Arizona market, is still going to be pretty hot. Gotcha. Okay. So let's recap the prediction for the next year. So you're saying there will be three hikes that the Feds will do on their rate. Two or three. Yep. Two or three. So how? What's going to happen in the first quarter, second, third, and fourth? How do you? Again, the rate. 
I, I, that's just going to affect the rates. I mean, we're going to see rates in low, you know, high threes, low fours. In the beginning of the year? In the beginning of the year. I mean, they're okay. still climbing slowly. Slowly. Okay. And then once we pass towards the end of the year, you think they once the inflation starts to come down, you'll start seeing rates coming down again. Yes. So that's when probably if you're planning to do a refinance, maybe right. you want right. to wait and towards most likely towards the end of towards the, the end of the year. Yeah. Towards so, the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that, I mean, that's what lenders do. You know, when the rates are high, you know, uh, they'll advise or suggest for their clients to get into houses with minimum down payment, maybe, you know, five or 10%, not paying, you know, any discount points, um, you know, getting mortgage insurance. And then later down the road, you know, you're six months, you know, a year later down the road, you refinance them, obviously, you know, getting rid of the mortgage insurance, getting a lower rate. So you kill two birds with one stone. It's been a pattern. It's been a cycle, you know, at least two or three times since I've been in the industry. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Besides the Fed, the stock market, inflation, is there anything else that kind of has relationship to the mortgage rate? <clears throat> Something that could affect the mortgage rates besides that? I mean, I mean, there's a lot of different things. Obviously, unemployment has a huge effect on the mortgage rates. And this is why, going back to Craig, this is why they're printing money. This is why they're, you know, continuing with the stimulus. Unemployment so, does have a huge Okay, so we have to follow up the unemployment too. Absolutely. Got it. Okay, so unemployment is, but if we go into recession, maybe the unemployment will be higher. Possibly. I, I, I cannot predict that. Yeah, there's a lot of things could go, could go wrong. A lot of things, but it could go bad. Good also. <laughs> Cool. Uh, any more questions, guys? All right. It's a uh, it's an interesting topic. Kind of kind of confusing. So we have to <laughs> maybe watch a couple times. But um, uh, if you don't have any questions, I think that that will be for today. But um, so I would just to recap it. Keep an eye on the inflation. So the inflation is the the thing that. Um, uh, the Fed is trying to control, and by trying to control the, the inflation, they could cause a recession in the market. Whichever is going to have, which is going to have effect on the stock market, and the investors will move their money from the stock market to the bond market, which could have a good uh, favorable impact on the mortgage rate that will go down. However, by causing recession, the unemployment could go higher, which could cause uh, the mortgage rates to go up again. <laughs> so there's a lot of ifs, but maybe towards the middle of the year, we're going to do another um, podcast here with Rafael and see to recap how's everything going if we are right on the prediction. So far. All right, guys. Hey, so you guys talking about cost of goods? Did I miss it? The cost of goods? Mm -hmm. That's the inflation practically. Yeah. So if, I, I think that's going to be what gets us. I don't think housing have a problem. They got gasoline up 30%, beef up 60%. And people, most people make a wage, you know, our salary. They're not getting paid more. It's got to, it's got to pull from somewhere. Yeah. The buying power is going to go. The average down. middle-class American, it's got to pull from somewhere. 
but and and that's basically that's the inflation. I mean that that you know let's just say if you have if you make four thousand dollars or five thousand dollars a month, you know with that five thousand dollars when inflation is low, your buying power you could buy a lot more with that money. When inflation is high, you could buy a lot less. So in fact, what happens that you know that five thousand dollars a month becomes you know at inflation it, it, exactly. I mean it becomes a very low number. This is why we're seeing. That's this is why it takes a lot more money to purchase the goods, you know, the gas and everything so, else. But here's one thing that you guys also should consider. When the inflation goes up, the um the the rental prices also go up. Absolutely. So at some point, if the re- the the rents are going up and the feds are um able to keep the mortgage rates down. Then it's gonna have it's gonna make more sense to purchase a property versus renting a property. So at some point, that's how maybe people will realize that it's better to buy a property versus renting it. It's gonna be cheaper to have a mortgage than a rent. And you make a good point, Augie, and and that's exactly what's gonna happen. The 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 rental market is gonna to continue to grow, and it's I mean you've seen it's happening now. It's gonna to continue to grow at a minimum of five percent per year. Um, and yes, it's, people are going to realize and people are going to know that the, um, you know, it's, it's a lot cheaper and smarter to purchase a property than, than to rent it. Okay. To own it than to rent it. Overall, we're going to see some movement in the, in the mortgage rates. However, it's not going to be that bad. It, you don't, I don't see, based on what you're telling me, I don't see any, it's going to have huge negative impact on the real estate. That's correct. No, I don't think so. All right, guys. I appreciate you for coming, Rafael. Thank you. I will get you here in six months so we can see if you are correct about everything. So if you guys want to reach to Rafael, uh, we're going to put a link in the on Facebook in the group. So reach out for any questions or if you want to talk about refis and things like that. So, and all right. If, mm-hmm. And if I'm not correct, I won't be here in six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You'll be here. We'll grill you again. All right, guys. Thanks. See you next time. Thank you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.